This is the Cogent Code podcast, logical and convincing standards or rules to live by in today's society. This is Jordan Vectemba, Akil Vectemba's oldest daughter and legacy. Hey, welcome to the Cogent Code podcast. Before we get started on this episode, we want to make a correction uh, from a previous episode called Voting a Right or Privilege. We made the mistake and combined the names of Mike Pence and Brian Kemp into one name and called the governor of Georgia, Mike Kemp, for the entire show. Our bad. All right, let's get to the new show. Halloween is a topic of today's show. Is it your is that your costume? Anyways, we with the festivities ending this year. We decided to take a break from some of the more serious topics and explore how this country and other places in the world celebrate Halloween. We'll dive into the historical significance and talk about everything from trick-or-treating to adult parties to costumes and everything in between. Let's strap in and take this ride into the spooky and often hilarious world of Halloween. In the Urban Dictionary, Halloween uh, was defined as a celebration where little kids dress up and get candy, teens dress up, get drunk, and get candy, and adults dress up, get drunk, and give out candy. Funny how things all work out. The ancient origin of Halloween. The tradition tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain or Samhain or something like that. Oh, so when, yeah, yeah. I need my, my uh, linguistic master to jump into this. Um, But some when, some when, did I say it right? I think that that's how it was pronounced. So go with that. Give it, give it to us one more time. What is it? So in, so when. Okay. All right. That is usually celebrated from October 31st to November 1st to welcome the harvest and usher in the darker half of the year. That's strange. People would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. Samhain. The evening before was known as Hallow's Eve. And later, Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festivity, and festive gatherings, uh, donning costumes, and eating treats. Yeah, and I I think it's important also to recognize that in Mexico, uh, November 1st, they uh, celebrate um, Dio, uh, I mean, Dia, uh, Day and somebody say some people say de los muertos, but some people just say dia uh, uh, de muertos, and that's the day of the dead. So they celebrate people who have passed on in their lives um, in, in that tradition. Um, so I think it's it's important to to talk about that a little bit because of um, All Saints Day kind of goes hand in hands with with those celebrations. Um, but the celebration of Halloween was extremely limited in uh, colonial New England because of the rigid Protestant belief systems there. Um, Halloween was much more common uh, in Maryland and Southern colonies. As the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and the American Indians meshed, 
A distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations included play parties, which were which were public events held to celebrate the harvest, and neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, dance, and sing. And colonial Halloween festivities also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischief-making mischief of all kinds. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivals were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country. In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new in immigrants. These new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing the Irish potato famine, helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. So that was a little bit of history that you found where, Akil? <laughs> I, uh, I found that on history.com. So you can, you know, you can judge the source as much as you want. But, uh, you know, our, our you know, with the Cogent Code, we always try and uh, drop a little bit of history or a little bit of research before we get into the conversation. So um, so we don't lose anybody. Let's get to the conversation. Um, as we think about Halloween, usually, though, we think um, of childhood. We think about how it's how we've done it with our children or how we've celebrated ourselves as adults. So Sia, from from your most memorable Halloween as a child. What was the most memorable thing? What was what what happened as a child that you related to Halloween that you liked or that you you still remember? Well, um, so my mom uh, was a teacher as I was growing up, and she was um, extremely crafty. I mean, she could sew, and uh, she just was pretty. She was pretty cool in in some of the. Uh, I don't want to call them domestic duties, but she just, she's kind of was well-rounded in a lot of ways. So she would make my Halloween costumes from scratch. And I mean, and they weren't like lame Halloween costumes. They were like pretty elaborate. And one year I was obsessed with strawberry shortcake and she literally sewed an entire, like, I mean, the little knickers I had, uh, the apron, a hat she had sewed. I think I still have a picture of it. It's pretty elaborate and it was really, really cool. Um, mm -hmm. And it was definitely not one of those, you know, weird thin uh, material costumes you can get in the Halloween stores for like 50 bucks now. So, you know, hats off to Barbara Wong. She was, there you know, you go. She was pretty good at sewing Halloween costumes. So I remember that. And then I remember in the neighborhood going out with all my siblings and just having a really fun night although i'm super scary are you, know, you? Ha halloween is not my favorite i have to say holiday because i don't like scary movies i'm a little just scared in general uh, at night <laughs> so i'm not sure halloween's for me but uh those are the things i remember what about you so you were so it was it was fun but it wasn't really fun you were fun because you were just around your folks but but you you, you were creeped out at the same time well, I had older siblings who knew oh, so I was you were protected. Yeah, but I they knew I was creeped out too. So they would do things like try to oh. scare me. Uh, I had a sister who liked Michael Jackson and she used to play Thriller at night when you'd go to sleep and, and you know how it would make that laugh mm -hmm. at the end and, and make me get all scared. So, I mean, it was fun and it was also <laughs> terrifying. So, right, right, uh, right. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, I have mixed feelings about some of it. So, so you guys did a lot of trickers. Did you? So you guys went trick or treating then as a group. 
was there was there in, in our so I remember and it's related to trick or treating. So I remember being, I don't know, maybe it was like six or seven or maybe a little bit older than that. But I I remember going trick or treating in our neighborhood and there was always this always one house that nobody would like want to go up to, right? So there were two things. There was always that one house. And, you know, I just, I'm like you to a certain degree. I, I, I was not, you know, and I deal with that with scary movies and everything else. Like you don't want to watch scary movie with me. Cause I'll talk through the whole movie. Like, come on, man. That don't make no sense. Why would you go in the room? That's dark. And why does nobody turn on the lights in the scary movies? Right. That irritates the shit out of me. So, so we got, you know, so I, there's always this one house like that. The second thing is there was these people that had a garage and the garage would be closed but they would have like scratching sounds as you walk. They had like some weird music and then they would have scratching sounds like a, like there's like a something trying to get out of there. Oh and that God. was creepy. Yeah. That creeped me out. But, I, but was there, did you guys ever have like that one house on the block or that weird old person or somebody that, you know, nobody was like, it was a dare to go up and try and ask for candy from. Of, of course. I mean, as kids, there was always a mean neighbor or someone that you never saw come outside that you would make right. up things about that house and it would be dark. They would never have their lights on at Halloween, not inviting. They never decorate. Um, right. You know, so, yeah, I think kids tend to to make their imaginations go wild with with those kind of things. And also, like, honestly, I think some of that intuition you have about the creepy neighbor might be real. <laughs> you know? Right, so, right, like, right. Stay, stay away from there. You know what I mean? But exactly. so I, I don't think it's all bad for kids to have the creepy feeling about a house. No, so, were you one of were you one of the kids that that could be dared to go like into the creepy place, or you were like, nope, not doing it. I, I'm super scary. Like I said, like I've been I, as long as I can remember, I've been the same level of scary, scary. And, and everyone who knows me uh, knows this. It, like, if you suggest that we watch a scary movie at night, even if it's like mildly scary, I'll be like, nah, you know, and it's, it's, it's so odd because I think we've talked about this in other episodes. It's like, I like investigation discovery. Exactly. I, I, I worked for the public defender's office and saw real crime scenes. Like, I just, I don't know what it is about, like, the scary movies or like the well it's like, the unexpected creepiness probably maybe it's maybe the like the real life stuff you can handle so much better but the I like somebody jumping out from behind a you know or you know some of these thrillers that yeah i'm with you I, i'm 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 the worst person to watch those with anyways it's it's ridiculous do you decorate do you guys decorate at all over there so Brian's no, not a little kid anymore, but I know it kind of it, it actually, you know, I wasn't the greatest mom on the decorating front because I had a mom that so you was didn't like have, you didn't have the Mrs. Wong, you didn't have her uh her get her it didn't like roll down to you her no, but I I think that in ways like I got different parts of it, but I think when you have a teacher mom, uh, yeah. you know. If you feel me out there, you feel me. When you have a teacher's mom that kind of like decorates everything and it's like Christmas, it's a full blown situation or those kind of things. It's like you either are going to go full board with it or you're going to go like all the way scaled back. And I was a scaled back person. So like at my house, like it would be like 
you know, a Christmas tree potentially, or like a pumpkin, like that's like as far as I was going to go. And when we got to her house, it was like on, like on 10, you know what I mean? So I felt like Zion got it, but, but, um, I definitely am not that big of a decorator, but what I do like on Halloween is I do like to give candy to the kids because they're just so cute, you know, they put so much effort into it. So I do like to do that. I do, I do like them to ring my doorbell. So I might, you know. You handed out candy this year or was the Corona mess it up? Corona was a damper this year. I have to say, I was really surprised to see on my social media feed, how many people actually uh, you know, had a celebration as though it's gone away or we found some kind of cure of vaccine. So that was a little odd to me. But uh, I did have three trick-or-treaters that came to the door and they were just so cute. And then I had a neighbor who lives uh, um, uh, to one condo down actually. And they have uh, small kids and they do parties outside all the time, even through coronavirus, we do happy hours outside. Mm -hmm. So they had a little outside party where the kids did get to dress up and everybody was kind of outside. I don't know. They were playing with each other and I had bought two bags of candy. I went to the grocery store and bought two bags of candy and I wrapped them in individual Ziplocs, and then I gave them, you know, a bowl of candy. Like, and I bought mm-hmm. cool candy too. That's one thing. Like, I always try to buy like the yeah. cool candy because I remember when I trick or treat and we get home back in the day. Do like, you remember? Nobody likes this. Yeah. yeah. First of all, you had to go through. You had your parents had to go through your candy first, make sure there was no need. Because when we were coming up, it was, people were putting needles in there, and there was all kind of crazy stuff like that popping off with the candy, right? So. Yep. Yeah, I, I, but I do remember, to your point, I do remember, like, getting a half a, like, bucket of, like, I don't eat none of this. Or candy corn or black licorice. Like, let's are, you a, are, you a, are you a candy corn hater? I, oh, know, yes. I know a lot of people that really like candy corn. Okay, well, guess what? I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit a couple of candies that are just not the business, okay? And it's. No candy corn. Nobody wants right. no kind of apple that you made homemade. Not nobody yeah, wants no, that. No, no, I'm cool with that. We watch too many movies for that. Nobody wants butterscotch or any kind of like the the those peppermint. The hard wants, candies. No hard candies. No, no hard candies. And not the church wants, candies. No, and and some people like. Uh, what was that one candy that I used to be like? No, you almond joys. I'm not with. Mm-mm. No, no nuts. Yeah, that well, almond joys and the coconut and all that was too much. There was like, there was just so many candies that I used to be like, nah. And I would, me and my siblings would, we would, I don't know why we always took pillowcases. I don't know. We were hella yeah, ghetto. Yeah. And, we, and we would pour it out on the floor and then we would trade, like, if somebody else liked a better, like some of the candy that you mm-hmm. thought was nasty. Mm-hmm. And then you would keep, all the candies you liked, but yes, you had to go through it because there was needles and razor blades and yes, people were yes. scaring. They're trying to the get us, man. It was trying to get us. I don't, I don't get it. How, how old it, were you when you were like, I'm too old to go trick or treat? You know, I, you I feel like, were you like 17 out there still like, can I, can I get some candy? Well, I, I was probably about, 13 ish where I decided like I was, I'd rather go to like 12 or 13 where I'd rather go to a party than, right. than like a little, you know, 
obviously at that point I was like junior highish or, or whatever. I'd rather go to a party with my friends than necessarily go trick or treating. Um, but you know, I had a, a, a kid when I was uh, 24, so it was, I only had like a little time where I couldn't go trick or treating, right? <laughs> because once you have a kid, it's like trick or treat. Yeah. You back on, it's on and you yeah. get all the candy. Uh, yeah, all the ones that they don't like or you deem like, oh, I used to tell them, oh, like if you had multiple ones, I'd say, oh, I have to try that to make sure it's not poison. Right. Of course. Yeah. And, you know, you're you're looking out for them. So, you know, they they shouldn't eat too much candy. So you have to oh, take yeah. over, you know, take over the bag. And well, with all the intentions that it's going to get thrown away. But really, you're the one that's eating it. No, I, I actually used to take Zion's candy. I was kind of mean. I took his candy and I would put it on top of the refrigerator where he couldn't get oh, it. He couldn't get to it. Yeah. And then I would give him one after dinner uh, every day. And then probably after like 20 days, I would throw out all the rest of the candy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of mean. I'm kind of mean like that. 20 days is a good little run, though. 20 days is a good little run. Would well, you, I mean, was it one? one you, give him, you wouldn't he getting no double ups? On the weekends, he didn't get no double ups on the weekends. He would forget yeah. about it because it was like on top of the fridge. He would forget yeah. about it actually. But oh. you know, so it was, it was a surprise his surprise every time. Not a complete surprise, but you know, he 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 was he moved on to other things, you know. Samara be tracking hers, man. She'd be like, yesterday there were four candy bars in here. Now there's two. Who did it? You know what? I like her little investigation type of tactics. That's the way to, <laughs> yeah. to to block your parents into buying you a candy bar replacement. Yeah, no, yeah. she's yeah, she she has some game on that. Um, how do you the, guys how, go ahead? Do you do you guys decorate? So, I I do whatever they want to do, right? So, I if if they feel like decorating, then I'll go help. So I so Samara was all about it this year. So. I went out and, and helped her put, you know, we got like these big giant spiders that go on the bushes and helped her like string out the spider web and stuff like that. So I did help, but I don't, I'm not really that into the decorating piece too tough, but I do like handing out candy and I do like doing some of the events. So I, I do take her not this year, but I take her um, trick or treating around the neighborhood. We have like this little parade that goes through the neighborhood and it's like a route to everybody's houses and it's all of that, you know. And so we uh, we usually do that. But, yeah, no, um, I'm not a big decorator. I did do a little bootleg um, a few years ago and it's still kind of she still gets on me now is that I you were talking about your mom doing the the amazing, you know, the amazing costumes. I did a bootleg. I had my baby out there wrong one year. I did the bootleg uh, mummy. You know, we didn't have no costumes, so we just going to turn you into a mummy. So I cut the sheets up. I wrapped her up about halfway up the street. The legs started coming un unraveled, and the other legs started coming on. So she didn't even get it to the end of the street before she was, like, not a mummy anymore. Let me just tell you something. When when <laughs> First of all, I'm not the greatest mom in buying the costume either. Like, Zion had to, like get me like I'm one of those last minute p parents in the Halloween place. The right. Night right. There's like three things left and none of it fits. Zion used to get so mad. So what I started to do is he liked vampires. So I used to get those teeth that you could keep. 
Mm-hmm. And like t- an extra case and some like little blood drops and, and white paint. Cause I knew even if all else fails, I could make <laughs> him be, be a, a vampire. vampire. <laughs> right. Or, or for girls, the thing, the key is you could be a baby. Cause all you have to do is put pajamas on and put your hair mm-hmm. in two ponytails True. and you're pretty much baby. Did in you, it, did you right? do that? Did you do that? Before, yeah, rock the baby I, one time, two I've, times. I've I've rocked the baby before. Um, Did you rock the baby as an adult? You know, I haven't been. I haven't felt the need to be a baby. There's so many other costumes we can talk about as an adult, but but I I haven't felt the need to be a baby. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So so that that's before we move on to that that part of it because I definitely want to get to the next phase, past the kid phase. But how is since you were a kid to how it is now with with, you know, with our kids, how how has it changed? I know we just talked about some of the dangers. You know, there's a whole new set of dangers out there now. There's a whole new set of just, you know, there's a whole new weird house on the corner, whole new weird neighbor. Like, are there any other things that are like different now that that uh, and it, it doesn't have to be bad, good or bad that uh that we see differently for their experience than ours. Well, I think that the stuff you can buy to decorate has gotten a little bit more elaborate. Um, I, for most of Zion's childhood, we lived in either Marina Del Rey or Ladera Heights, which was, Mm -hmm. it's really like a cool place in LA where most of the kids uh, that are listening to this, they lived elsewhere. They would come and there was a street at the top of Ladera that was, you know, you know, they had the money, they had the ching ching. Mm -hmm. So uh, they would, the whole street would be decorated pretty elaborately and the kids would just like go down and try to, they had the big candy bars too. So they had bigger. Oh yeah. So everybody, everybody knew that. And we, we lived in that neighborhood. So I only had to walk up the hill, which I thought was, you know, excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but it it was the place to go. And I think it just was like, they, some of them had haunted houses in their garage, like weren't really haunted, but kind of, but you know, I, there's, there's something that I do think about here when it comes to like the difference, like, I think we've become a a society of fear Mm -hmm. and there's good reason for the fear. There's bad people and bad things that can happen to kids that can Mm -hmm. take away. But I also think that we're also, um, making kids be afraid of too much. Right. Cause we're so afraid of everything because like I was just watching something, um, I think 2020 today. And, you know, it was talking about how we, it was very different times. Like we, we could, um, ride our bikes and we could stay out until the street lights came on and we could do right. whatever. And I think also my parents used to send us out with the older kids on Halloween by ourselves. Yep. Right. So yep. like now as parents, we'd be like, hell no, I'm coming with you. Like you have, and then we get tired and we're like, okay, it's time to go home. I'm going and not ready yet. Yep. So just those kind of things. But I think it does come down to like us just seeing the world differently or being more aware of what can happen. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, that was, you know, that would be probably my same answer to that question is just that I just remember, you know, us just being, it's just being the kids and we were young and we were just, you know, we'd be going for hours up and down and then you know they'd be home waiting for us like would you guys get you know what i mean but i wouldn't i don't i ain't letting my my kids go down the street or across the street without me like watching so it's so it's definitely you know but i think you're right i think it's you know it's it's maybe 70 percent 
you know, society is really crazy like that. And then at least 30% that we're, I, you think I it's more think, of a ratio? I, I think actually we've made it so that the one incident becomes the warning call for everybody. And so we've, we, we're now inflating uh, abnormal sense of fear. And I think that, and I'm going to get deep for, uh, sorry, people, yeah, go ahead. but, go ahead. but I, I do think that that's why we see so, so much level of anxiety and other things in these young people coming up is because, uh, because we were scared of everything that could possibly happen. We pass on that fear and stress to their own systems. Right. And so when they go out into the world, right, it's, it's the same thing as like not being out of society for a while, for whatever reason, jail, whatnot. And then you, you catapult somebody into society. Like, can you imagine um, having a kid that you, you treat that way and then having them go to NYU or some school in New York, like that has got to be like of their senses and just everything going on a, a whole you know, a whole wake up call. But I, I don't think, I think as parents, we inflate like ever since Adam, remember that kid? that Oh yeah. Stolen? Oh yeah. Yeah. Ever since Adam, I think that telltale sign of bad things that can happen to kids, all of our parents got more conscious and then it, it passed on to all of the different examples we've seen. And I think for parents, you know, as much as you love your kids, you're going to better be safe than sorry. Right. So you're going to have that mentality, but I do think we are taking away from the freedom of their childhoods a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I say it all the time that I, I don't envy, you know, I don't, I wouldn't trade my childhood for their childhood just because we got a chance to be kids. But, um, you know, for me, it only take one, I like, you know, that it only, it, it's, you know, I only need a warning and then, and then I'm, you know, and then I'm, like you said, I'm hypervigilant, about you know about all that so i i can see how that is but i you know i don't know i guess i guess just feel like i error on the side of of being extra and that's just what it's gonna be but but i i think most of us do and i think my point is is that the the thing that we are doing that we're not realizing is that at some point they leave the nest right yeah so my kids oh without a doubt yeah you know and he's he went away to college but i did give him certain anxiety, I think, because like I protected him or answered the questions or, you know, did all that. And I should have been more like, at least at the later part of his high school years to start to loosen the, 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 the rope a little bit, you know what I mean? So that he had more freedom so that when he did go to, like he went to school in San Francisco. So he went from Ladera to San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, but he, he did, he was in LA and, and and so I do think I did a good job there and not raising him in Orange County like I was. He grew up in L.A. So he did get a different dose of of childhood than I did, like a more aware, like not everything's rosy. On the right. Streets. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, that's good. That's good. Because I'm, I'm I have a, you know, a, a junior in high school who's also going through. I'm trying to trying to provide more air and more room to, you know, to experience things and, and definitely lacing her with more games on how to, you know, how to move around in those situations. So, um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's a transition. It's definitely a transition. So, okay. Moving back into the Halloween and, and, yes. uh, you know, let's talk about, you know, we talked about how, you know, our kids and as, as kids ourselves and how we did with our kids, let's, uh, let's get into like, how adults 
um, celebrate Halloween. <laughs> so let me just start asking you, when was the last time? Because you know you said you started like the Halloween party thing, unless the trick-or-treat thing, like young. But as an adult, when was the last time that you went to a Halloween party? Um, you know, I haven't been one to one in, in a while. Uh, I don't know. I might say like it had to be like seven years ago or something like that, perhaps. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not a, you know, I also think because I had a child in when I was 24, I did do my, my good share of partying and have a babysitter and stuff. But I do think that, um, I, I do think it mellowed me out a little bit early yeah. in life instead of, I'd never got to the peak of, I've never really been, I I've drank and gotten a little bit tipsy. I would say I've gotten drunk maybe once. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never, I've never had a hangover, uh, really. I mean, a little bit of a headache. I've never thrown up. I've never been right. sloppy. So I, I'm kind of like a Debbie Downer when it comes to that. But I did, I have all these things. Akil just loves all of my sayings. But, but I do, I have gone to Halloween parties. I think it would be six or seven years ago, though. What about you? Right. Do you go to Halloween parties? No, I, you know, I've, I've looked at them as, you know, like that, that looks like something cool to go to. Um, you and I both have friends that are, that are, that do a lot of social more, probably a lot more social things than we do. So we got to kind of live vicariously through them sometimes just to get some of what, what the craziness. And then with social media, we can, you know, you can be a fly on the wall at, at, you know, a whole bunch of stuff and Halloween parties being some of those, uh, if you just, you know, scan through Instagram or scan through any of these, um, you know, social media things, but I was just wondering, um, so seven years ago, so I don't know, I, I don't know when the last, I think the last time I, I went to one was one that we gave and we did like a seventies party. And so, you know, imagine me, you know, with a big ass Afro, I had like the sideburns, <laughs> she's shaking her head. No. I had no. the sideburns, I had the big Afro, I had like the pick, you know what I mean? In the, in the back of the joint, I had the whole like, we were like all the way seventies out, probably sunglasses on, you know, even though it okay. was dark. <laughs> okay. For everyone who cannot see him ever since I've known him, which has been a long time, he's been bald. Right. So the fact that he had an Afro with a pick in it, I just, I can't. I can't yeah. Yeah. It's hard. To, it's hard to picture. It's hard to picture, but, and don't spend too much time trying. Cause that's, it's not a, it's not a I think sight. I think you should just send a picture <laughs> over to me so I can check it out. Yeah. Check we'll, it out. We'll see. So, so, all right. So when you did, did you go with friends and did like all of you guys wear costumes? And do you, do you have a recollection of what that costume was? Oh, listen, just cause I don't go to a party. I dressed up all the years. Oh, oh you were dressed up all the year. Okay. All right, cool. So like going to work dressed up, yes. or, like yeah. coming through the crib dressed up. No, I mean, not just to hang out in an outfit, but um, I, I worked at a previous company, not the one I work at now. And we, as a leadership team, would dress up in themes. So oh, okay. we, so I, I would dress up. I just didn't necessarily always go to a party. Uh, the last time, though, I went to a party with friends. Yes, we all dressed up. Um, I, I think I was a, a, a butterfly. And then one of my friends was a, a ladybug. The other one was a nurse. Um, 
and we went to a backyard party in LA somewhere. So I have, you know, I've gone to that, but, but like I said, with the, the work situation, we, we were in theme. So one year it was superheroes. I was okay. the cat woman. Right. Um, so I, of course. And then I was, uh, we, we dressed up one year as old people, except for I didn't that year I got sick for Halloween and I actually got my costume, but I didn't show up, which, oh. you know, I wasn't, I, I bought I bought the stuff, but I wasn't into being an old person, right? Of, right. of course. So I I bit uh, one year. I think I was uh, a bunny. Uh, you know, I I've been a a, a devil. You know, okay. I okay. Yeah, you got yeah you yeah you. So you have all the pictures that we need to see then. Little little Bo Peep. I was little Bo Peep one year. Right. So yeah, I, I'm into it. So, so did, so, and then, you know, you obviously, uh, your, your folks was with you that was down with it too. So were there any, cause you know, I, when I see some of the visuals out there that are available of adult parties, um, you know, the, you can get the, the ladybugs and the butterflies and then you get, you know, and then they like progressively get, you know, more, more less, clothes and let you know just it, it starts to get yeah so you know i'm trying to be a you can say it i can't say it situation well i i here's the thing guys here's the thing it's so it's a it's people's excuses to and, and especially girls who are, are enjoying their extension of their hot girl summer uh yeah. is is there it's their time to wear lingerie and whatever else out of the um you know, out into the public, you know, and I think that uh, for women, it's it's like a plan, right? It's like mm-hmm. the time of year, like some women have gone to parties like their ex will be there. So, of course, they're going to wear like their their hottest outfit, right? Uh-huh. To let, let them know you're, you're looking good. Um, you know, sometimes girls just want to like, I think now what's happening is there a lot of them are wanting to flaunt that picture on Instagram. That's like the one time other than the baby bathing suit picture that you get to show what you're working with. Um, Mm. But uh, for me at work, obviously I had a scaled down version of a situation, right? I I wasn't going to get fired for the fact that I was trying to be cute. So the Catwoman Um, suit wasn't a cat suit. It was like jeans. Well, no. So the Catwoman suit was a full blown bodysuit but it was all the way it was like one of the ones that was like a unit like all the way to my feet my feet oh, you know with okay. okay and then i had boots on that were uh pretty high heeled boots you know mm. probably a little inappropriate for work and then i had and then i put a leather jacket on the outside oh, so okay. even though i was the costume itself was kind of sexy you still have jacket I, on yeah, I, I I had to dress it down a little bit, you know what I mean. So, and I had the ears and all that, and the belt on and all that. So, but but, um, uh, you know, I gotta I gotta make the money, honey. So I'm not gonna lose my job to try to nah. be cute. Plus, there was nobody at work to be cute for. Let's just be honest. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, you know, and, and you know, so there's there's um, you know, those costumes come in all sizes. Right, yes, the, the, they do. The, you know, um, so I see, you know, and 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 not to focus all on on the women, I see men have wear some costumes that seem pretty inappropriate too, and uh, I don't know if men just have 
have a, you know, no issue with confidence. Some of the brothers out here have no, no issue with confidence, but you know, some of those costumes cats shouldn't be wearing. Like I, I, I'm just like, come on, bro. You know, you're not, you got the Corona, you got the Corona body. You think it's the, it's the beach body, but it's really the Corona body. I need you to, you know, go and cover that. Well, well <laughs> you that know, a little bit. some girls like the thick, 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 thick bears. Like some, they, some they, girls they like, like the, it. The bears. Some, some, some girls like more warmth. I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, I've had friends of mine who don't like skinny dudes, you know, super skinny dudes. Yeah. So, but I, I do get you. I think the, the rule of thumb needs to be that everybody needs to have a friend that like is an honest friend, not a let's go out and hang out friend, but one of them that will tell you, you look bad in those jeans or take that off. You know, um, uh, you know, actually it's so funny. I'm one of those friends that like, I tried to be like, not say what I really am thinking, but it comes out on my face because my facial expressions are, uh, are are something to, to behold. So if you look crazy, I'm going to be the friend that my face is going to tell you, you look crazy. Maybe I'm not going to say you look crazy, but I'm going to be like, Oh, so is that what we're going with? Yeah. So (laughs) that's what we're going to go with. Like, do you have other costumes that we could look at? But I think guys and girls don't come on. Friends don't let friends go out there looking like that. You know what I'm saying? On any any day, right. On any day, even if it's, even if it is Halloween, because you know, Halloween is usually, you know, all the way, you know, especially it seems like for adults, it's it's that, you know, it's that one day that everything is accepted. There's no judgment. It's, you know, you could either be, you know, men wear women's clothes, women wear men's clothes, you know, people dress as adults, dress as babies or dinosaurs or, you know, sexy nurses or cat women or, you know, whatever it is. Like it's, you know, it's an anything goes situation. It is, it is, it is. But I, I just don't think it's advisable that like, and, and here's the thing, like if, if you, if you're a bigger person or you, you know, you, you are want to flaunt your curves and you, you feel confident about it. I'm not going to be a hater. I'm not going to hate That's on right. you. That's right. That's right. If you want to flaunt that, I'm just saying, make sure that you're, you're covering the items that need to be covered. Okay. That that's all the items that need to be covered. And, and, and then front, flaunt the rest if that's what you want to do, right? Um, but but just have an awareness and a confidence about you. I think the pro, it goes awry when the person thinks it's one way, but it's really not. It's not. And then they're wearing something that isn't really the appropriate size right. at all. And it's right. like, it's just not working together at all. And somebody needs to be like, hey, you know, like and the safe rule of thumb, like I just said, is like bring a jacket or something that you can cover up with if you need to. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't never know, and especially with all the little, um, what are those fishnet things that girls? Oh can yeah, wear? sometimes things pop. Not only that, but what if you got to sit down on something? Do you really want your bare butt against a seat that's this nasty where people have been? I don't know. Just bring something to sit on or like wrap around your waist or. I don't know. That's just my this my thinking. I don't know. Hey, so take precautions, folks. You know, make sure you have something to sit on when you when you butt ass naked out there in your Halloween outfit. And, you know, and, oh, and you know, and, and, and make sure you got a friend 
that's really a friend that's going to be able to tell you that you should pick something else. When they're when you're saying, hey, I'm going to be so and so or I'm going to be this or that on Halloween, they should be like, you should be something else. And also, keep moving. you need to ask if the party is outside because there ain't nothing worse. And ladies, I know you're going to feel me than wearing six inch high heels and sinking into the grass and trying to get your heel out the grass or going to some rickety sidewalk party somewhere where the sidewalks aren't paved and you almost die in on Halloween and you're barely there outfit about to hit the pavement because your, your, your heels are getting stuck in the uneven cracked up sidewalk. So you need to check the surroundings, right? Where you, where you go in. And this is just from a female's perspective and I'm a heel girl. So like there's hazards to wearing heels, you know what I'm saying? You got to, you you got to check out your your surroundings is what I got to say about that. Well, and you probably should have, have a temperature check, a forecast check, because if you're at, a, at that same outdoor party and it's like 37 degrees. There's going to be some showing yeah, of extra items that you're not trying to show. Yeah, it's going to be frosty. It's going to be frosty. And, you, you know, you might get, you know, hypothermia. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen if you if you go uh, unprepared. And again, you should have a friend. I'm going to keep saying this because to me, this is the most important thing. You should have a friend <laughs> that is going to tell you not to make that move. So. Yeah. Or or listen, have two costumes. One, you take your pictures, your selfies, you post. You it. have so many answers. You have so you many look- answers today. Because like, I, I'm a girl, I know the struggle is real. So you, you have a little, you know, selfie time at home, you know what I'm saying? And then go out in your normal costume, right? Your just normal costume that you can have a good time in, especially if for you, for you people who like to get drunk and party it up, like whoop it up, you know, like mm-hmm. you need to have clothes that you can whoop it up in and party and get drunk in, not six inch high heels that you're going to sink into the ground. You're not quite rocking right. You're going to break your ankle. Your outfit is too skimpy. It's riding up your butt. All those things. Not okay. It's getting rough. It sounds like rough. It's it's starting to sound like, you know, more people should just stay at home. No, no. And also wear like tennis shoes instead of heels because you're making it sound more and more dangerous as you go on. No, if you're going to go to, uh, this is my recommendation because we always try to throw out recommendations. Yes. If yes. you're going to go to a backyard party and you're wearing a sexy costume, you need to wear wedges, not high heels in the backyard so that you don't sink into the grass and you still get the height so your legs look sexy because that's uh, what girls are going for when we're wearing heels. We don't really, it makes our legs look stronger and sexier to be on an incline, right? Uh, that's why women like to wear heels. So, the thing is, is that you just got to be smart about which ones you select. And wedges are flat on the bottom all the way through. So you're still going to get that height, nice bend to your leg, what you're looking for. But you're not going to be like sinking into the the, the grass. That's just got my it. recommendation. Got it. Got it. All right. So That's I hope you guys got all that. <laughs> I yeah. hope you got all of that from uh, Dr. Sia because that was uh, that was some good, important things. And take that with <laughs> you into next <laughs> into next year. Um so I saw a post on uh, social media that said, and you know, I'm always going to switch it up a little bit, but 
saw a post on social media that told folks that if your face isn't black on before Halloween, don't make it black on Halloween. So, you know, over the last few years, we've been seeing quite a bit in social media of people and a lot of people been getting exposed for the blackface or really not just blackface, like whole cultural appropriation, right, during Halloween. So we talked about earlier, we said, you know, we're talking about I was asking a question around, you know, is Halloween like a full pass for, you know, for for all of us of all hues and all sizes and all everything just to go crazy and do whatever we want with it. And you gave some good instructions on what not to do. My question here is, you know, is there a pass for cultural pr- appropriation on Halloween? Well, I'm going to answer yes and no. So here's the thing. If, if you're trying to be uh, or if you idolize or you love a person that is of color, that is not your color. Frida Kahlo, if, if you're a white girl, you want to be Frida Kahlo. If you're a, 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 a white dude and, and you really like Chadwick Boseman, I, I get it that there are people that you, you know, like or you want to be Travis Scott or whatever. But I there there's ways to go about it, people. And it's like you could wear a name tag that says Travis Scott and the outfit that Travis wore and braids, but you're not going to wear a black face. Like keep your face the color it is like. And ladies, if you want to bring, if you want to be Cardi B and you ain't Cardi B shade, the best things you can do is maybe wear a little bronzer, but that's about it. You can't go black facing it. Uh, You shouldn't be a whole different color than what you woke up looking like that morning. It's just, it just can catch up to you. And again, uh, social media doesn't go away. And you've seen a lot of politicians and other people get caught from like being blackface 20 years ago. And they'll find the one picture of them at a party where they thought that that was a cool situation. And then they have to go through a whole denying situation. Mm -hmm. I just don't think, it's 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 okay to do that. You can still idolize or appropriate that culture in certain ways without going all the way to something that I feel is uh, is disrespectful and and not appropriate. And I don't think is appreciated because really, is it worth the offensive nature that it will be to all the people who actually are part of that culture at that party? The other thing is, I think that you have to be careful about where you're going. So if you're going to a bunch of friends house that you really know closely um, and, and, and not wearing blackface, this don't it's or brown face or any of face that is not your face. But if you're going to someone's house and you're wearing a, a funny Halloween costume and it's your friends, maybe that's appropriate, but you're not, don't go to some outside party. You don't know anybody in this thing thinking you're like cute and stuff like that. Cause I think that that is uh harmful because you don't know who's there. You don't know how offended they're going to be there. They may not have your same sense of humor. I mean, there's just so many things that can go wrong. What about you? What do you think about it? Well, I, 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 you know, it's interesting uh, and I'm listening to your, your answer, but I, you know, when you talk about, I think that you have to, to really um, one respect, first of all, blackface is never cool. I don't care if, if your favorite person on the planet is black you don't blackface and and try and look like them. You say, you know, wear a name tag. You know what I'm saying? Do some do some wear wear a uniform or or a jersey or something like that. Um, so I'm not feeling I'm not feeling that type of you know um, 
But I think that it's just so historically, you know, I think that it's just been um, used to make a, make a mockery uh, more than it is for respect. And so I would err for anybody out there, even if you are, you know, true and righteous with your respect of the culture, I would say don't do it. I would say do something else in culture or, you know, if you want to be Wesley Snipes in Blade, then wear the Blade uniform. But don't put the fla- the face on with it. That's one thing. And don't put the little, you know, the afro and all that other stuff on that. I mean, just don't do none of that stuff. So I think that that's one thing. The other thing is you should do a little bit of research. You know, you brought up Frida Kahlo, right? So, I mean, she's she was, you know, what was she about, you know? This is, you know, folks out here, like, making her extra sexy and doing all kind of just you know, taking liberties with, with, you know, with the person or that image of the person, you know, too far. So it's just, I think that, that you have to be respectful. So I don't, I don't like cultural appropriation on any level, but I definitely feel like during Halloween, some people have thought that it was cool to get a pass and you brought a lot of that up, but there is really no pass for that. So, uh, you know, but, you uh, know, it's kind of it. weird anyway, because like last night, JLo was Madonna, right? She, she yeah. went as Madonna, but she was wearing Madonna's outfit and she still looked like JLo, right? right. She, her, right. her face was still Jennifer Lopez. She didn't put, she she didn't, didn't put like a bunch of white makeup on her face and, you know, she didn't change her eyes to blue and she didn't do all this other stuff. Right. Right. And so right. I think that that's the point, like, uh, for instance, Beyonce's mom also was uh, uh, either Elvira or the the lady from the Adams family. Morticia. Family. I can't Morticia. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. But she also looked like herself, her face. But she had the long hair and the outfit, and you right. knew where she was going with it. So, if black people aren't appropriating white <laughs> people, why why do people that are non whatever color want to do the opposite? Why don't you just wear the outfit or whatever's iconic about that yeah. particular and, and people will get the point. Get yeah. The point. I mean, think about, you know, how much that has happened to, you know, native and indigenous people. Think about how much that's happened to, you know, Pocahontas. Um, Asian, you know, Asian and, and, you know, um, Asian folks and just all like, there's so many different, you know, different really. And, and it's never, it's always, it seems like it's been heavily on the side of mockery and making a joke of, and, that kind of stuff and not of admiration, you know, or, or you respect know, I, of, to me, I, I, I've seen more of the other side. I think earlier it was that, but as, as, as we've gotten more and more into seeing uh, folks, you know, wear our braids and enhance their butts yeah. and pump their lips up and all of those things. I, I do think that, even if they want to say it's a mockery, it's admiration, right? Because there's there's many people who do many, many strange things to their bodies and their faces and all that to look a certain way. And it's normally to look more um, of another culture than not. So I think mm-hmm. some of that has changed a little bit over time because it's popular, mm-hmm. right? It's po- It's more popular now to be uh when when it's convenient right obviously you would never really want to live the life of the people of color who suffer from the actual um issues that people of color you know experience because you mm. could just take the make the makeup off right where right. the rest of us uh this is how we are every day all day um but I, I i do think that some of it is out of admiration now or at out of wanting to be 
something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm going to have to, we'll just have to kind of mesh a little bit on this one. Cause I, I might, you know, you know me well and I, and, and my patience level on that kind of stuff. Like I have a really hard time, like justifying it, you know, and, and feeling like, okay, well, they're trying to, no, you're not, you, you know, nah, you're not, you're not trying to, you know, put it this way. You just made a good point. I mean, sister's been wearing corn rolls, you know, in their, in their hair for hundreds of years here, you know, and, and it's always been, you know, it was always previously referred to as, you know, uh, you know, I don't know how to term it, but the bottom line is then a celebrity wears it one time and now it's the hottest thing and, and they monetize it. And then now they're called this person's names, you know, I want to get braids like that person or I want to get cornrows like that person. You know, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Anytime, you know, anytime our culture is, is, is being, uh, stole and sold, it's, you know, and that, and, you know, I know that's a little further out of the realm of what we talking about with Halloween, but, you know, I think cultural appropriation is cultural appropriation, no matter what, especially if you're monetizing it and the people who originated it, aren't benefiting from that. Well, I, I think some of those celebrities that you're kind of alluding to have gotten caught up in an appropriation claim or, uh, you know, Asian people uh, saying that you're appropriating in our culture. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also think that there are other telltale signs that, uh, uh, that they, that there are some things in some versions of, people of color that the the person wants to be. And I think they, they show it by the people they date and the uh, friends that they yeah. keep and uh, their body, uh, the body shape that they decide to develop, um, you know, either in working out or not, you know, mm. um, I, I just think it's there. It's just very complex now, but let's get on to this uh, next thing. So we can, we can get to the, the closing up of this episode because uh, I, I think we could go deeper if we really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, did you know that today Americans spend an estimated six billion annually on Halloween, only second to Christmas? Is that that's true? Crazy. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That is true. Um, that came from the same history channel, <laughs> uh, history.com that the other information came from in the beginning. But yeah, believe that that's is six billion dollars a year. To me, that just means that I'm not, I'm not really tapping into Halloween like I, like I need to. There's got to be some way to, uh, maybe we should start decorating more and then you know charging people to decorate their house. But six billion, you talked about the, you know, what are the average? What's the average of a like a really well made, really like serious, authentic type costume? Are people spending like thousands of dollars on costumes? Well, um, the average costume, the the little like the fl- fabric that looks like it's going to just rip apart after the person takes it off. It, like the party about, stuff. Yeah, they're like forty nine ninety nine or fifty four ninety nine. Uh, oh, so yeah. about fifty five dollars, and that's the costume. That doesn't make up for the makeup or anything outside of the the wigs. So I could see that at least you know people are probably spending of the upwards of a hundred dollars on their their costume. 
Um, thank the Lord that Barbara Wong just wanted the sew costumes, huh? Yeah, you know? man, she could be <laughs> killing it right now. But the, but I'm saying, but the you know these custom costumes and the you know some of the ones that we see, you know, on you know on TV or in movies or you know, I'm, I'm like, and, and Russell Simmons. I mean Russell uh, Russell. Uh, what's his last name? Yes, yes. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Yes. Uh, they, they were Janet Jackson and Busta Rhymes, right? Oh, and okay. She had the full metal outfit from the video, from that I video that, that they video. did. Yeah. Uh, they're, I mean, they sometimes, like, I've seen celebrities, like, their costumes are really, the Victoria, if you Super remember. Elaborate. The Kardashians, yeah. The Kardashians were the angels from Victoria's Secret uh, years ago. They okay. all had those wings that yeah. were created for them that, I mean, that they actually look like they used in the real Victoria's Secret shows. Who knows how much thousands yeah. of dollars probably for those wings. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's so, crazy. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where the six, cause six, the six billion is not coming from candy. It's gotta but, be coming. Well, decoration, the haunted house situation, you know, the oh, spider web. Yes, yes. Yes. The blow up of ghosts that, I mean, I have a neighbor here. Uh, just two houses down and she is a decorator. She decorates for every holiday. And yeah. uh, the uh, this year she said that she decorated for fall, uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving all in one. Cause she's like, okay. this is a hot, hot mess of a situation anyway. <laughs> so she had so many decorations, but I guarantee she has probably have thousands and thousands of dollars. She spends on decorations. Wow. That's amazing. And I was seeing even on, uh, and somewhere else where it was talking about how, you know, folks are buying like these costumes for their pets, even. Did you oh, buy yeah, a costume? I, do you have do you put a costume on your little dog? No, but he's a, really cute and I wish he would wear one. He'd probably try to rip it off. He's not into that kind of stuff, but <laughs> he's not, I, I, he's not little Chester's he just gets crazy all day. He's like a cray dog. But but I I, I I've wanted to dress him up before. Um and I had a dog before him. Her name was Josie. And I tried to dress her up one time and she was not. She wasn't it. with she, it either. Yeah. It was like, no. No. I, I think my dogs would let, would let it happen. But I just, you know, I feel like a dog is not supposed to be, you know, they, they, they're not really. That's like the human, dumb human stuff that dogs really don't like humans to do. But they just take it because they want to get fed. So I try not Maybe, to do that for yeah. a thing to the. But I, I wonder if men feel like that with their wives too. I'll just do oh, it. Oh, I'm sure. I want to get fed. I want to get fed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just want to. I just want to get fed. I want peace. So let me put this stupid ass hat on <laughs> and this, you know, this big nose and yeah, no, yeah. I think I think that's probably, you know, I don't know. I think I think men and women seem to be kind of on average is probably equally into it. It seems like me. So there's probably some women out there too that's like. Dang. See, I guess what he want me to be this year. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, if you want to go out and see your partner in a costume that excites you, okay, great, whatever. But you could also have costume night in your own home. Like, it doesn't have to be uh, out in the streets true. where everybody sees you, you know. Uh, but that might excite people. I mean, but each is own. It's your life. It's your marriage. It's your and, it, and I guess a costume doesn't only have to happen on Halloween. 
Exactly. I mean, it's up, it's up to your, you know, whatever is going on in that situation. Um, did you know that more people, especially millennials are buying costumes for their pets? Like you said, 20% did so in 2018 and 16% in 2017. I wonder what 2018, 2019 and 2020s numbers yeah. were. And I, I also wonder, yeah, but I also wonder if, because of COVID, if this six billion dollars actually slashed to three billion or uh-huh. two billion, that's a good. That's you know, but I think that people were still. It might have been tamped down, just kind of on the on the usual like trick or treating thing. But it seems like places like Six Flags and all the haunted houses and all the other. I think they all like still made a killing because I've seen I've seen crowds that you wouldn't think anything had changed right now. There are crowds like crazy out there right now. And like you said before, like, it's not like COVID is not real and, you know, not, and there's no mass out there and there's all kind of stuff going on. It just, it, it's, it's interesting how people are, uh, Halloween over life, baby. Well, listen, I mean, I understand the feeling like this has been going on for almost an entire year and people are getting very exhausted from it. I mean, it's a lot, but I really hope that it, this type of like, let me go out for one night doesn't result in anything tragic for anyone. Um, and also um, any sickness, you know, that uh, and anticipated sickness that you bring home to someone that could be vulnerable. Cause I do think that that would be really sad and not intended by anyone, but I'm interested to see during the holidays you know, if behaviors, since we can kind of see people throwing caution to the wind, if we see that behaviors on COVID change and people start flying again and doing a lot of the things mm-hmm. that they were doing before, which then makes our numbers balloon. Yeah. And I, I really that, hope that's not. Yeah. And I can't imagine what balloon looks like when we just had a couple of days in a row over 90,000 cases each day. So uh, what does balloon look like beyond that? That's, you know, that's amazing. Anyways, um, man, this is a good one. I, 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 Halloween is an is a interesting, interesting topic. And we, we didn't even get into, you know, really get into the uh, Halloween movies. Besides, both of us are terrible people to watch hol- uh, scary movies with. And, you know, just some of the other kind of superstitions and all the other things that, you know, what if you were born? What if your birthday was October 31st? Would you be you know, like, what's I, a Halloween baby? We know Christmas babies and New Year babies and Easter babies. And what's a Halloween baby look like? I mean, I don't know, but I, I um, you know, I, I'm, I've shared this before, I think. And I'm just going to say I'm born in December 2nd, which is not even Christmas. It's not Halloween. It's between Christmas and, and Thanksgiving. Right. It's it's. It's any person who's born in the holiday season. I'm going to say from Thanksgiving on, I won't, I think Halloween might be okay. You might dismiss this, but I'm just tired of getting one gift where everybody else gets two gifts. So I'm hoping Halloween babies have better luck than anyone between Thanksgiving and Christmas because we get screwed for sure. Oh, believe it. And, And this is, this is, um, this is going to be uh, another topic of another show. I promise you guys, because as we go through the holiday season and see what that's like and, you know, and we meet more people like Sia who only get one present because, 
it's her birthday and the holiday at the same time. And we'll talk about or that, that. Or that's the only time they're going to see you, right? So that's what usually would happen to me. Like, like we, we would go to Thanksgiving and that would be too early to give me a gift. So they would wait. And then Christmas, they would just give me one gift. And it wasn't like it was more expensive than everybody else's gift because they're giving me two in one. It was right. just one gift. So um, I'm I'm a little Grinch-like. And I hope Halloween babies, I you know, for all of you out there, please... You know, when, when we post our social media, please let us know, did you get a gift? Do you get treated okay, even though it's Halloween? Or do people or just think just candy? Get candy. <laughs> yeah, is candy just your gift? Or do they buy you your Halloween costume? Is that the gift? I mean, I need yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like a rough one. That might be a rough one out there. But we'll explore that more on the uh, next Cogent Code podcast. Thank you for joining us. I see the worst, 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 I see the wor